Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Let's go Friday. Let's go Friday. Friday. Yes. Been a long time coming. Have you unpacked from Turks and Caicos yet? Oh, yes. Really? Have you? I mean, there's still some... We got back a week and some change ago. Yeah, there's still some random things in my suitcase. But I'll say this. My wife's suitcase from Disney is still on our dining room table. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't well, we have one that. Of, we have one of those dumb dining rooms in our house that like... No one never, uses. That we never really use. You should blow out those walls and make it a massive living room. We should. Or do something cool with it. Make yeah. it a lounge room. All the comfy couches and everything. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I still haven't really unpacked from that. Still having dreams about Turks just randomly. It's weird. Uh, how, how are you just... It just feels like like I'll we'll check in with it. So, it'll like, I'll, I feel like I'm still there for a second and then I'll dip back dreams. out. In my dreams, yeah. Yeah, I, I need you to unpack because we had some wetter clothes that we packed. And I'm afraid your clothes are going to have mold on them. I, th- I thought that you, I thought you needed me to unpack my dreams. <laughs> You're like, we're going to need to unpack these dreams. No, no I, I understand I, the dreams. I don't understand the suitcase. All the major clothing is out, so we're all good there. But, okay. Uh, let's get this Friday started off. Let's. Uh, we've got Dirk's Bentley tickets as well as Midland tickets and Remy versus Casey. A tight race this month so far, so it's been a lot of fun. Better than last month, which... I think you just took a nine-point lead right off the bat. I thought you were going to say, I think you just took a knife to my game. <laughs> <laughs> it would it would fit given this month being Halloween, the 31 mornings of Halloween. But, yeah, let's get the show started off today. Let's have a Friday. Remy and Casey. So here's your annual reminder that some people are way more on top of things than the rest of us. Okay. It's the middle of October. And 2% of people have already finished their Christmas shopping. Those people. (laughs) I have a feeling that those people might have finished their Christmas shopping like months ago. Yeah. Even. They might have even started their Christmas shopping the day after Christmas last year. I wouldn't say. It's a different breed of people. I would not say that they have their ish together any more than anyone else. I would just say that they either know exactly what they were going to get and they're good planners or um, they're bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there could be a little combination of both of those things. But uh, 25% of people said that they've started their Christmas shopping but still have a ways to go. 54% haven't bought anything yet. Hi, that's me. And 9% don't plan on buying any Christmas presents at all this year. I'm kind of on board with that. I'm on board with that, too. I've been trying to get my family on board with that the last few years, and they just don't seem to be on board. Yeah, we've we've had that discussion many times with extended family. Like, if we'll, we'll see, like, my brother and sister and then Lauren's family. Like, we all, all the adults try to kind of not do anything for each other, but there's always a couple few that are like, we need to do presents because that's what you do at Christmas. And it's like, well, no, I mean, you kind of just get together. It feels a little old school. Yeah, and you eat food and you drink and you just, you're around each other, right? Yeah. You laugh, you have fun, you play games, you puzzles, you know, whatever. And uh, so if we didn't, I I think if we didn't have kids, we would probably end up doing virtually all experiences. Yeah. And I've heard this whole... 
like, let's just give each other, let's just put, you know, whatever amount of money, say it was like a hundred bucks into a pot. And then you've got all these families that are putting a hundred dollars in. And then we just go out and get a, a dinner that we probably would never get before. Like Tony's downtown or something. It's a very expensive place to eat, right? You're probably yeah. not going to go there, but once or twice, you know, unless you're super privileged or you have a lot of money. Yeah. Go have an experience, something like that. Instead of getting a whole bunch of gifts. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. I kind of wish that my family all kind of put the put that money towards doing something awesome together in December and then just spending Christmas Day hanging out. Yeah. Or maybe doing something awesome on Christmas Day. But um yeah, that kinda it's hard when you have little kids because then what? Then they're gonna go to school and their friends are like, I got this and this and this and this. And it feels yeah. like it, because of the way things just are, you feel like you've got to They've got to have gifts too. There's just so many toys in our house. Always. Right. There's so many. And and a lot of times it'll be like, you know, grandparents will bring something. They'll be like, this is awesome. And then they'll throw it against the wall and they will do whatever they were doing before. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, don't even think about whatever toy it is. But uh, yeah, so 2% of people are done. 71 shopping days left until Christmas. I guess I should start. <laughs> I should really get a start on it. At least figuring it out because I've been known to scramble... That second week of December. Yeah. They keep saying that there's going to be shortages of everything, so you might as well start now. Yeah. That's probably just, you know, marketing to get you to buy things no, now. No, I think it is also true, You though. think it's true? Yeah. Because I was trying to order some stuff on Amazon yesterday, and everything that I clicked on said it will be here in November. And I was like, Amazon Prime, dog? <laughs> November? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You definitely check that before you buy it. But, you know, you still have time now. So you might as well just start. You might as well start Christmas shopping. So that's uh, that's this is your annual reminder. We're less than seventy five days away from Christmas, and you should start shopping. Annual reminder that it is now halfway through October. Yes, yes, it is. Remy and Casey. So I was kind of hanging around on TikTok as I do, and yes, you do. I feel like you do as well. Yeah. I think that there's this weird kind of trend going on right now where females will take video of their dude in the car or some weird spot where they're doing like cooking or something. And they'll be like, this is so sexy. And it's like something super mundane, like he's vacuuming. That's the, <laughs> yeah, that's the like juxtaposition. That's what makes it funny because it's, it's like the littlest thing that most people wouldn't think about. Yeah. It could be like whenever he's got his hat on, but then all of a sudden he flips it backwards. Yeah. And now it's a backwards hat. That's a good one. There's uh, there's another one that you brought up this morning that was when most cars have backup cameras now, so you don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. But when you put the, when you, like if you're driving, you put your arm behind the passenger seat to look back behind you to see if there's anything behind you. Apparently that's sexy. That's a good one. That's so weird to me. But a lot of times, like the girls that post these, like you post it and you're like, oh yeah, that's a good one. I didn't think about that. But it's just so weird to me. Like you don't have any of those little things. Like Lauren's doing something little around the house, and you're like, "Yeah, that sounded a little creepy." <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> no, I think because uh, I, I was thinking about this, but I, I feel like when we first started dating, and even still now, like the fact that she is a dancer, and and yeah, like a ballet dancer, like an artistic dancer. I felt like that was that was uh, very sexy to me in the beginning, mm -hmm. and still is. And I can't think of any of those like little moves though. Like I can't think of like, like when she's driving, when she, you know, what I don't cut somebody off. I don't know. 
I, I can't think of anything, any of those little things. And I think this might be a girl thing as opposed to a guy thing. It maybe is a girl thing, but I'm going to let you know this. It maybe is a you've been together for a decade thing. Well, no, there's still like little things that happen that I'm like, okay, like that. But I think that guys are way more physical than than girls. So y- you guys pick up on this whole thing where it's like, oh, he can drive stick shift. That's hot. Yeah, because <laughs> usually they can't. <laughs> uh, or it's like, I personally, Jack's never really running around in boots. So whenever we're getting ready to go somewhere and all of a sudden he walks out and he's got jeans and boots, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You mean for like a country show? Like you guys are going to like a country show? A country show? show or like just whenever he comes out wearing that? So it's it's the it's the uh it's the or boots for you. Or just a black you. t-shirt. He says nothing but he's got just a plain black t-shirt. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. What else? Like he's rolling up for your first date and you're like, "Oh, okay. he rolls up for our first date to pick me up?" Uh-huh. Huge black truck. <laughs> Do you like the huge black truck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He and did. like he said nothing about it because to him it was just coming to pick me up. But I was like, whoa. I, I do remember the first time that we got together to go bowling and <laughs> I, I pulled up in my my wife's little <laughs> 2008 blue Lancer, this tiny little car that we've just beaten the crap out of for the last <laughs> several years. Like, And finally I traded that in. But <laughs> here comes you guys in this big giant Dodge. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Like I all I I feel like the the largest man in the littlest car right now. It's that or ooh, when tough old Jack is cooking me impossible meat, oh. plant based protein. Yeah, ooh, yeah, it's that. Okay, I'll 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 tag on with the cooking thing too because like when I usually cook dinner, but if Lauren's cooking dinner, yep. Yeah. Yep. Like that. Take that all day. What is it for you? What is it? What is that little like mundane, silly little thing that like is super sexy? What is it for you? 314-954-9230. Or you can always hop on the Facebook page or let us know on Instagram too. We'll post when something he there. says, let's go to Bath and Body Works. <laughs> yeah. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Parker McCollum is going to be headlining a really cool show. It's sort of like his... um. What like okay? I know I asked you a question like this earlier this week, but I'm doing it again. If you were an artist, what would like the biggest, coolest show or place to perform be? Uh, or festival or whatever. I mean, here I feel like it'd be Bush Stadium. Ooh, I feel like that'd yeah, be nice. That would be really cool. And if I was the gold chain cowboy, uh, like Park McCollum is, I think that Bush Stadium would be a cool place to play. It would be a cool place to play. However, he's from Texas. You know, Texas is like their own country down there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They they. They got some pretty nice stadiums there too. They live for them. They live their own way of life. They are <laughs> they are their own thing. And yet it's like as soon as you get into Texas, you realize, oh, I've just stepped into a portal of a different world. <laughs> and um, so he's going to be accomplishing a really cool, a real cool milestone for him, and that's Rodeo Texas or the actual event, the Texas or the Houston Rodeo, Rodeo Houston, the Houston Rodeo. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. And artists that get to perform there never take it for granted. I think a lot of people might recognize, if you don't really know much about it, you might, like me, recognize it as the last place that Selena performed before she was killed. Oh my gosh, yeah. Not to let that take a trip. No, but that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's something I didn't think about. Yeah. 
So it has a lot of big meaning, especially for Texans. Um, and this is kind of the story about how Parker found out that he was going to have that awesome opportunity. Um, you know, I grew up just north of Houston and went to the Houston rodeo growing up and saw Pat Green sell it out when I was a kid. And um, so a couple weeks ago, I was driving home to my house and my manager Enzo called me and started he just started talking rambling about this deal these people were offering and they were wanting to get the deal right and get the deal right and all this stuff and I'm going what show is this to and he goes this is the Houston Rodeo never I have not cried since the day my granddad passed away I get tears in my eyes right now just talking about it it is the pinnacle for me there is nothing cooler I'm not sure there's anything we could do that would be cooler than headlining the Houston Rodeo called my dad and couldn't even couldn't even speak you chase a dream long enough and then one day you finally catch it and you don't know what to do with yourself I mean it's it is truly the the greatest feeling I could have ever imagined I think we had that same modesty from Parker McCollum whenever we saw him here for Boots and Bourbon over the summer. Yeah. I mean, it was COVID, so things weren't really selling like they normally did, but the minute everybody found out Parker McCollum was coming to the pageant, it sold out. Everybody was there. Everybody was so excited to see him, and backstage, he was so calm and humble and just happy to been invited. And I think the rodeo means a lot more to him, too, because not only he gets a chance to play there, but also the fact that he's got a bull yeah like he's got i think he's, he's got a cu- it. he's got a couple maybe but uh yeah it's i guess it, i think it's called young man's blues mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken the song uh or that's the, that's the bull. that's the bull's name actually bull. yeah too but his his company is called paradigm uh-huh and his current uh, bull ranking is number 32 so he, he, I think when when he came, he was like, "Hey, he's he's a little bit injured, but I think he's gonna get back up. He's gonna get back oh, up in the standings." Yeah. You know, you remember that? Yes. Uh, but I think that that's cool that he's also involved on that side too. Yeah. So, congrats to Parker. We really liked having him here, and we hope to see him back here in 2022. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Mike Schilt is out as manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. Redbirds swapping out their skipper for the second time in three years. This, I think, took a lot of people by surprise. He's got another year on his contract, right? So Mo did a press conference yesterday and said that he had another year on his contract, but they just they decided to, to part ways now. Just get it over with and part ways. And they cited philosophical differences which is kind of like philosophical yeah when uh, celebrities get divorced that's kind of what it feels like to me yeah it's like we're we're saying something just so you can have something to say but that's not exactly what Yeah, we're saying nothing that we're saying something that means nothing yeah i know nothing about baseball obviously um and it still took me by surprise i think it took everybody by surprise because the the three years that he was the manager we went to the playoffs Good seasons. Right. We had a lot. I think he had like 90 wins. It's a, it's a solid managerial career in three years. You yeah. Know? I think it goes to show you really never know how much is happening behind closed doors. Yeah. And I think that that's probably what it amounted to. Maybe philosophical differences really just meant like they had different you know, different philosophies on how to run a team, on how to yeah. who to put out on the field. Uh, but yeah, Mike Schultz is no longer the manager of the Cardinals and um, I don't know I don't know what to say because he didn't really I don't know he like it's I'm so on the fence about this because he was kind of like the manager that didn't really cause a lot of waves mm-hmm. he wasn't a big name at the time he's just he's Mike Schilt hit me in, in true or false because I saw this 
I, I saw this be said. I heard this be said. <laughs> he did really well with the team that he was given. He, it's underestimated how well he did with the team that he was first given. For sure. That is uh, that's very, very, very true. Very, very true. But we'll see what happens over in the offseason. We'll see who they end up picking up to manage. And I think it was uh, Frank last night on the news said... <laughs> He's like, well, we might be looking back in two years. Like, why did we make that mistake? Why did yeah. we let Mike Schilt go? But uh, we'll see. Cardinals always have had a strong program, though. Like, always going to the playoffs. We'll see what happens. But uh, I'm sure Mike Schilt will land on his feet somewhere. That's for sure. Next story. This seems like good news for anyone who is chronically underslept. Having dark circles under your eyes might be trendy now. Oh, yeah, it is for sure. Earlier this year. A TikToker with 3 million followers. Do you know Sarah Carstens? Mm-hmm. She did a makeup tutorial where she added extra shading under her eyes and it went viral. And now everybody's doing it. I feel like that Billie Eilish kind of look. where Like she's, that too tired to be here look? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's that and it's... I'm going to reference anime. It's the anime and the like, I'm too tired, too cool for this, where you make your eyes look more tired or girls are like, put or any guys, putting blush beneath their eyes to make your eyes look red and puffier. Oh, why? I'm telling you, it hits me as like an anime kind of look. I feel like I naturally just look like that anyway. Every day I I wake up and I'm like... Telling me. Well, I look uh, tired again, but hey, at least I'm trendy now. (laughs) (laughs) Next story. Uh, here's the least supply, surprising stat you'll hear all day. 37% of men over 30 say they usually gain weight during football season. Well, sure. Beer, snacks, sitting. Cold weather. Cold weather. Plus, it's the holidays. Yeah, 46% of men say in the survey that they've gained more than 20 pounds in the past decade. Uh, one in three would give up watching sports for two months in exchange for a six-pack abs. Yeah. One in three. One in three. Most of those men in my life are about the other two. Because I'm thinking <laughs> about like growing up every Sunday and now with the gingerbread man, every Sunday is everything gets dropped because the games are on. Yeah. The games are on. There's something cooking on the stove, some sort of dip or like something. They're making something on the stove. And don't ask him to do anything else. To so do all the other guys that uh, like the gingerbread man hangs out with on Sunday do they all hate him because he can eat whatever he wants and he's still the most fittest guy in the world yeah <laughs> I feel that way too now you know why he's doing two a days I know because <laughs> he's got to work off football season gotta, yeah I got to work off that football season uh, the Blues will kick off their season tomorrow night against the Avalanche on the road puck drop at eight hockey is back time for Remy versus Casey we've got our contestants Tina and Roxana and Kelly and Forrestell Kelly was first on the phone so who do you think is going to win today Remy or Casey? <laughs> let's do it, Remy. Yeah, let's go! Finally, someone on my side. <laughs> this is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. The month of October, Remy's got a 5-3 lead total dominance so far. This I know, it's scary, right? Creepy. Halloween. I wouldn't call it, it total uh, dominance. It's still 5-3. I mean, some people would consider that winning. For now. I would. <laughs> We've got a game today where you can both stay in the studio for this one. Uh, This is a game we haven't played in a while. Show tunes. 
but a little bit of a twist here. We're going to go with the Halloween, the, the fall theme here, and uh, this is going to be movie and TV shows combined. Okay. So you guys ready? So think about Halloween movies and stuff, kind of theme songs or songs that may be associated with the movie. Remy, yes. you won uh, yesterday, so you're going to go first today. So uh, just give me the movie that this is from. So no it, idea. It's not necessarily the theme song, but it could be associated with the movie. Um, I'll give it to you again here. I'm going to say, I don't know. This is a straight guess. Halloween Town? Mm. Casey, do you have any idea, any guesses? Mm. Scream. <laughs> so it's from Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill. Oh, okay. He had the little song and he did his little dance and all that. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So that's that. That's a little bit of a tough one there. So uh, Casey and Remy, don't get mad at me. We go back and forth with difficulty here. Oh. So. <laughs> Casey, I, th- I thought that one would be easier. Uh, here you go, Casey. Name this movie or show. <laughs> They all Halloween sounds sound the same to me, <laughs> but according to Remy's head tilts, is that one scream? What? I don't know. Remy, I don't know. You want to steal? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal, but I, I'm not 100% confident on this. Is it Halloween? Oh, yeah, I told you, Halloween. I've never seen that before. What? Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, he's okay. like lurking from the darkness. You're terrified. Okay, so Remy comes back with a steal there. A one nothing lead big after the first miss here. Category number two. Remy, name this movie. It's always a thing. It's always a thing. I know it. Screeching kind of sound. Um, I'm gonna say The Conjuring. I have no idea. Uh, What's the one with a guy who has the jigsaw? Saw. Saw. I think this is the. Is this Jason Voorhees? It's it. It. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We need to study our soundtrack. From the sewer. I thought you've been catching up on these movies this month. It's the soundtracks. Okay. I've been stuck on. I've been stuck on Squid Game. So. Is that good, by the way? I've into the first episode. It's crazy, but I want to watch more. So maybe. All right. I'm interested. (laughs) I gotta check this out. Okay. uh, So it's one nothing. Remy, right now, nobody has gotten a correct answer except for Remy's steal. Casey, round number two. Name this movie. You're right, Remy. They all have that little like. There's a pattern. Just... Yeah. I'm going old school Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. That was a tough one. I wasn't sure if anybody was going to get that one. So tied at one apiece, going into the last category. Uh, I'll give you guys a little bit of a hint here. This category is TV shows. Okay. So no movies, TV shows here. Remy, what's this show? 
Little Monsters? It's oh. a good guess, though. What the heck is Little Monsters? I think it was an old was Nickelodeon it? show or yeah. something. Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, Disney, one of the yeah. two. Yeah. Casey, do you have any idea? Do you want? Do you want to possibly try to steal here? I'll possibly try since it's not costing me anything. Is it like Sabrina? That was a good guess. All right. Uh, it was Goosebumps. Oh. Uh. Gives you the little kid kind of It's feels. kind of a bop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little bed creak in there. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind. <laughs> let's, let's clarify. <laughs> okay. Goosebumps making the bed creak. All right. Uh, still 1-1. One, one, tie. Casey, you could win it all with this one. <sighs> no pressure. What is this show? We have, we've, we've. This is the, um. The arm. X-Files. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! She's coming back. I wasn't sure if you were going to get that. That's probably a little before your time, I would assume. Shout out to my ex-boyfriend who had it on all the time. Wow. Really? Boom. He's an ex-boyfriend for a reason. For a reason. That's right. X-Files. Five for this <laughs> month. Casey's coming back. Casey. 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 I'm so sorry I could not pull through for you. Kelly, uh, Tina in Roxana, you're our big winner today. You want to go see Dirks or do you want to go see Midland? Dirks, please. Going to Dirks. Perfect. All right, Kelly, we got you those Midland tickets. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. And you got a layup for that last one. Just an absolute layup. I know. Ghost from my past coming to help me out. Yeah, you're telling me. Remy and Casey. The 31 mornings of Halloween continues. Powered by Johnny Brock's. <laughs> If you have not got your costume yet, you should go to Johnny Brock's. They said that uh, there there's some trouble getting like costumes and supplies in for Halloween. So the sooner you can get there, the better. Do it. And uh, we are approaching Halloween, that's for sure. And we've got, uh, you know, it's a movie night tonight. So I think we're going to suggest Ghostbusters. Ooh, okay. The first one. The first Ghostbusters. OG. The OG, yeah. Uh, and you've never seen this, which is pretty amazing to me. It's also kind of, we talked, I mean, we just played that game and I said I'd never seen Halloween and I've never seen Ghostbusters. Yeah. No reason why. Like I would, I just haven't. I actually kind of like the second Ghostbusters better. It's one of those weird things for me, like Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1. Ghostbusters 2 is better than uh, Ghostbusters 1. Uh, in Shrek my two. in my opinion, in my opinion, but it is the 31 mornings of Halloween. It's a movie night. This week's film is Ghostbusters. And did you know that the production house gave Dan Aykroyd 12 months to write, shoot, and have the special effects completed? Oh my gosh! So apparently, this forced uh, Dan Aykroyd uh, and the writers to retreat to a rented house on Martha's Vineyard for a marathon three-week writing session to complete the final shooting of the script. I was going to say, they must have finished that so quickly so that they could start, boom, casting, get it done ASAP. Yeah. Well, it helped that, like, three of the three of the four writers were in the Actors. cast. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I don't know they knew how big of an impact that this film was going to have. And it's kind of... I guess it's not really a Halloween movie per se. It doesn't take place around Halloween, but it has all the characteristics of like, yeah, you know, ghosts and mm -hmm. and these guys that 
collect ghosts and get rid of ghosts out of homes and things like that. But uh, yeah, it's always a nostalgic film for me. I love going back and watching it. And I think it's a good suggestion for tonight. Isn't it funny how it seems like the films with the story of we just had to throw something together are the films that work out the best. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast and that's that's exactly what um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon said about Goodwill Hunting. They were like, let's just throw something together because they wrote that movie. Yeah. Boom. Iconic. Ghostbusters, boom. Iconic. It's the same thing. You know, I feel like I've had employers in the past that are like, hey, put something viral together. You can't do that. Like, you just just have to go with your heart and you have to go with whatever you're feeling at the time. And this just happened to be it for Dan Aykroyd and uh, really boosted his career at this point, I think. And... Just a good movie overall. And no one can top a villainous marshmallow man. Let's I be honest. I suppose not. <laughs> Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. And selling, ladies and gentlemen, for a new world record, the Banksy, love is in the bin. Sold to you, 16 million A painting that famously shredded itself during an auction three years ago is now being sold for millions of dollars. That was like 16.8 pounds or something, or million pounds, and that translates to about 25 million US. Oh my gosh. For a painting of a girl reaching for a heart-shaped balloon, and a paper shredder was reportedly hiding in the frame... And it was activated by a remote control seconds after it originally sold in 2018 for one and a half million dollars. Wouldn't it be nice? So lit. No, think about this. Moments after it gets sold at an auction, Banksy's in the background, pushes a button in his pocket, his art piece shreds that Uh he just sold for millions of dollars. That's genius. And now it's worth more. Like literally 20 times more. Which is so crazy. Okay, so if you had to describe Banksy to someone who didn't know, didn't know. Nobody knows. Could you? I couldn't. Nobody knows. Nobody knows if it's one person. Or a group. Or a group of people. This artist is a mystery to everybody, but was, got popular by graffiti, right? Yeah. Like graffiti in LA? Yeah. Graffiti in LA and in England, everywhere. Yeah. So, and it's really cool. Like the art is awesome. And I think of, of all of the artists in our time, I feel like I understand it more. You know what I mean? Because you go to the art museum and no offense to any of the artists, but and I've had conversations with like we had a a conversation with that art appraiser that came to appraise your piece of art. And we're like, what is with the orange square? And why is the orange square millions of dollars? Like I can do that in my basement. And they're like, well, it's, it's like a brand. You're buying into the brand. That artist is a brand like Nike, like Adidas, like whatever. Like you're going to pay more for a Nike than you would for, you know, going to Walmart and getting Velcro shoes. Right. You know what I mean? That's a good point. And I think it's fun to think about. There's all these artists that came so many years before us, like the Monet's and the Van Gogh's. But to think that there is one actually in our time right now who's going to be historic is pretty cool. So awesome. Like I just, the moment when it shreds and now it's worth $20 million more, that just blows my mind. Blows my mind. Next story. Sometimes dreams do come true. At least that's what happened in Michigan for a man that won a million dollars after dreaming that he'd win the lottery. He told Michigan lottery officials that he had a dream about the lottery win one night and went to the store the next day to buy tickets. As he scratched them off, he revealed the big winner on a million maker two scratch off game. 
The man took $634,000 in a lump sum prize and said the winnings will go toward buying a new house and a new car. All from a dream. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Trust your dreams. They are your intuition. Sounds like a song. Trust your dreams, girl. (laughs) Trust them. I don't know. Next story. Uh, Friday and Friday, Friday only. Today and today only. Culver's restaurants will be adding the Curter Burger to their menu. That I, it sounds like curd, and I hate it. Well, it's National Cheese Curd Day, so they went. They went out. This this actually ended up. This was an April Fool's Day joke. Do you remember this? No. Culver's posted up this this April Fool's Day joke about the Curder Burger, which is basically a giant cheese curd. It's basically a giant patty of cheese fried. On top of a burger. Okay. Well, it got so popular on that day, people actually thought it was real. And then when it wasn't, they got really upset about it because it sounds delicious. And so today and today only, at all Culver's locations, while supplies last, you can get the Curter Burger. And I already get a text from my wife saying, hey, can you try? On your way home, can you try to get it? And I was like, I don't know. Should we not talk about it right now so nobody Nobody knows about it? (laughs) I don't know about this. Uh, But this definitely doesn't fit within the diet uh, constraints. I'll tell you that much. It looks delicious, though. Oh, let the diet go. We're going to get back at it again at the end of the year for our, um, you know, next challenge anyway. Whatever we're going to call it. Yeah. So if you get out there, uh, Culver's opens at 10 a.m. Remy and Casey. I want to say shout out to our awesome promotions director, Jesse, for sending me this because I think you're going to like this a lot, Casey. Okay. We got some famous friends you probably never heard of, but back in St. Louis County, our crowd is second to none. We like to highlight some of our famous friends in the St. Louis area, and today we'd like to talk about the Hazelwood PD. Last Saturday, officers Lancaster and Huff responded to a call for a report of a dog stuck in a sewer drain. Upon arrival, it was reported that the owner let her 10-week-old chihuahua outside when it disappeared in the grass. Because it's a chihuahua. She That's realized that, tall grass. Yeah, the grass was overgrown, concealing an open drain pipe eight inches in diameter no. with an eight to ten foot drop. No. The oh, bottom of the so far. the bottom of the pipe was filled with water, causing the puppy to have to tread water to be oh, able to breathe. No. The pup was soon disappeared, and for an extended period of time, officers Lancaster requested a snare pole, and uh, they got it. They ended up getting the snare pole and ended up pulling the puppy out of the drain pipe. The puppy's name, Remy, was scared, wet, but ultimately alive and uninjured from the incident. Oh, that gave me so much anxiety. I'm sorry. It, It all turned out good, though, in the end. Like, your face is actually red she right now. She needs grass. <laughs> I'm so over that. But shout out to the officers that were there to respond and help out and not think it was like a silly a silly call. Yeah, thank you to Officer Lancaster for your quick thinking and creativity to be able to save this pup and bring it back to its owner. If you've got a famous friend you think we should know about, download the 92.3 WIL app and send us a message. WIL. Ryan Hurd, Marin Morris, one of our hottest country couples that, that are out right now. Mm-hmm. They're like the 2021 version of... I won't compare them to anyone else. <laughs> I was going to say, there are tons of comparisons, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So they released that song, Chasing After You, which they're featured on together. Did great. Now it's a top 10 hit. They are the third married pair 
to have a top 10 hit in the last, I've ever since 2001. So ever since the literal new millennium. Okay. So that is something that can be on their resume forever. Is Put it on the mantle. They're one of the first married couples to ever have a top 10 hit this millennium. That's awesome. The first to do it was obviously... Tim and Faith? No. Trisha and Garth? Clint Black and Lisa Hartman. Nope, wouldn't guess that. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> Everybody knows no, this. But the second couple to do it was Garth and Trisha. Okay. Surprisingly, Tim and Faith don't have one after 2000, but that kind of makes sense because I think everything they did together mostly went number one before 2000. Mm-hmm. It was like more late 90s. So this is exciting for them and... They said they're really proud of watching each other grow because they met when they were writing a Tim McGraw song together. Mm -hmm. They met like in one of those like writer sessions where, oh, we're going to go write a song for Tim McGraw today. Let's go. She ended up being there. He ended up being there. And that's how they met. Now they're married. Maren Morris is just a superstar. Yeah. Ryan Hurd just released his first debut album today. So a lot of exciting things happening for those two, not to mention this new title that they can add, like I said, to their resume. And I think it's exciting that he's playing Jingle Fest too. Like, yes. I think that there's always that chance, right? There's always that chance that when someone comes to perform <laughs> for you and you know that they're married to a bigger star, like, could she come out during Chasing After Man, You? Man, that, that would be an amazing thing. And usually what happens because Jingle Fest is is kind of on the tail end of all the touring that happens. So a lot of the artists are now taking their, quote, vacation over the winter months. And it just might be that uh, timing works out and she's not, you know, she's got got nothing going on that night. It's very possible. I'm putting my money on the fact that he'll do the song with Carly Pierce since Carly's also performing at Jingle Fest. Okay. However, it is very possible. I don't want to burst any bubbles. Well, if Marin doesn't work out and Carly doesn't work out, I'm here for you, boy. Call Remy. <laughs> Remy and Casey on our way out on another Friday. Another Friday. This week felt like the longest week of the in the world it ever. It really did. Of all time. I don't know why. I think it's just because it's a little cloudy outside this week. Kind of cooling off. What do you have planned this weekend, Casey? Because oh. I think at the high is supposed to be 63 tomorrow. Yeah. Wedding. Oh, of course. So... Tonight, preparing for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, what? Not my wedding, a, a friend's <laughs> wedding. Tomorrow, have the wedding. Sunday, post wedding brunch. Yeah. So um, when you see me on Monday, nothing will have changed except for the fact that I was only doing wedding things. Gotcha. Gotcha. So your hair is going to be like, it'll be kind of semi curled. It'll be semi curled on Monday. Yeah. Because I never brushed it after Saturday. I think the play this weekend is that everybody's going to be going to all the pumpkin patches. I think everybody's going to Eckert's this weekend. Oh, yeah. And all the... And and, it's and, that fall weather. Yeah, and I think that we're going to do the opposite, and I think we're going to the zoo. <laughs> While everybody's going oh. to Eckert's, we're going to go to the zoo. I never liked the zoo when it was that kind of weather, though. Like 63 and sunny? I don't oh, know. sunny? Yeah. Okay, I guess I was still thinking that it was rainy. No, it's supposed to be decent tomorrow as far as sun is concerned, but I feel like that's uh, that's the play tomorrow okay. because the best time to go to Eckert's is on like a Tuesday at three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, bless <Sorry>. you. <laughs>
Uh, we had a good show today. Ghostbusters is your movie to watch tonight. So uh, part of our 31 mornings of Halloween. We also talked about how you have 71 days uh, of Christmas shopping left to do. 2% of people are already done with theirs. Crazies. And those little sexy things that your significant other does. Oh, yeah. Like, like uh, knows how to drive snake shift. Yeah. Or comes home and is vacuuming the house. Or comes home with Thai house. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Hey, if you missed anything from the show today, make sure to hit up the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We don't say this enough. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate you. And we will see you again on Monday. Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey Show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 92.3 WIL on your radio. Or download the 92.3 WIL app. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation.